Hello and welcome to Damn, Doug is Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. Two things right off the bat. Uh, one, there seems to be some kind of fighter jet training exercise going on uh, in the air above me. Not directly above me, that would be weird. But So, if you hear a plane and I manage to catch it, expect that I will just start singing Dead Milkmen's Methodist Coloring Book in which they catch a plane on the recording. If you're not familiar with the song, I highly recommend it. I recommend the Dead Milkman, period. Next, this will be another fast-talking episode. I'm behind still, which is weird, because the second thing on the list you cannot see is finally caught up, question mark? No, I'm not. I'm not. I thought I was. I'm not. I probably won't be till sometime tomorrow, uh, I think. I'm recording this a day late, so it's just been... A hell ride and bad time management and uh, prioritizing uh, hanging out with friends as opposed to doing stuff for the network. Not that it's a huge burden, uh, friends or the network, but, uh, you know, I it, it's just on, on that second day off of my weekend where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go and do something with somebody in the afternoon. And then I get home and go, ah, shit, I got to record damn. And then I got to eat and then I got to go to bed and then I got to wake up four in the morning tomorrow. Oh, you know, it's like. Uh, I'll record damn tomorrow and I'll edit it tomorrow and then I get home and I go god damn it I have to record that's fine great but then I have to edit it uh but I have other things to do and I'm like I'll just edit it day of and it'll uh, go up uh, lickety split on Friday which always puts me under a gun makes me feel weird but that's uh, how, it, how it's gonna be uh, but it worked out well last week and hopefully next week it will be all caught up exclamation point not question mark uh, next on the list, you cannot see all my cords are were, were tangled up in one big unsegregated, progressively social ball. Um, so that'll be the last time you hear uh, me talk about my cables um, and how they're uh, racist. They have not. They've progressed societally, culturally, philosophically, and I'm I'm so glad to see them come together. Uh, probably to uh, go ah, uh, we don't want Trump, so let's all get together uh, as the way our uh, our voters should be doing, um, being that, uh, on a quick side note, I've been watching so much news since I've been writing for truth, uh, truthout.org that, you know, Bernie Sanders had a meeting with the president and the president came out and endorsed Hillary. So we're waiting to see when, uh, Sanders will probably drop out of the race. Uh, most likely, uh, will he take a VP nod? I think it'd be weird, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Having both of them together, uh, Clinton and, and Sanders, to team up against Trump would be uh, a fearsome foe for uh, the Don, who is a, uh, a mutant, uh, a moral mutant and scumfuck of the highest degree, uh, as you'll read eventually when uh, when uh, Hate at First Sight starts uh, seeing the light of day, I think next week. I think it finally pops next week. I'm almost through the second column and I uh, have the third column in my head, and then uh, then it'll be more uh, timely-based uh, writing after that. Speaking of assholes, like Trump, sometimes I get drunk and I'm an asshole. I, uh, I, I kind of had too much to drink a little, uh, not a little while ago like today, but um, some days ago, and kind of irritated a friend. And the thing, uh, pre and post Vatican Doug, pre and post therapy Doug, pre therapy Doug would have been like, it was the booze. I'm passing the buck onto an inanimate object that made me act that way. Post Vatican II, post therapy Doug is like, hey man, I'm sorry. I kind of lost track of how much I was drinking. That's not an excuse. I'm an asshole. I remember apologizing, but I don't know what I did, which makes it even worse. Um, I hope 
we're still cool. I hope we can move past this. If we can talk about it or, or, you know, if you don't want to talk about it because it wasn't that big of a deal and you've done it to me a couple of times and it's just kind of karma's a bitch and let's chuck it up to that. But I take personal accountability for my actions. I don't pass the buck on to the booze. Um, I shouldn't have had that much to drink. It was a really dumb move. You know, I just, it, I don't know what triggered it. Um, I usually don't drink that heavily. It just, it, it, was, it was something where I was just like, yeah, I'm going to drink a lot. Then we're going to eat and then I'll sober up and then I'll be fine. But at the time it was just, and it wasn't like I had an emotional trigger. Like I didn't feel angry or depressed. I think I was tired and I hadn't eaten. Um, it had been a long day. I hadn't eaten. I wasn't even thinking about it. And it just, it just hit me all wrong. And I acted like an asshole. So I want to just want to talk a little bit about personal responsibility. And when you come up against people who are using whatever substance, if they say, oh, it was the blank substance, they're not taking accountability. And that's something I learned in my therapy. So, you know, I'm responsible for myself and I'm responsible for my actions. I need to own those. So that's what I'm doing. I'm being honest and saying, hey, I'm owning this. You know, will it happen again? 90% sure not. I'm going to be very cognizant of like, hmm, this feels a lot like last time. Let's not have a repeat of that. I didn't like how I felt the next day, uh, not physically, but emotionally. Speaking of me not feeling good, uh, I actually was going to skip this, but I kind of just, great segue into it. Uh, I got the second to last trade paperback of a comic called Chew. And as a quick sidebar about uh, drinking and personal responsibility, I will say that I had some leftover alcohol from that night that I ended up drinking two days later and got a little tipsy and thought it was a great idea to order the Chew card slash board slash tabletop game, but you know, I'll tell you what, I'm not regretting that at all, I cannot wait, it's going to be here tomorrow, woo, I've got, already, I know two people um, that will want to play it with me, so, but speaking of Chew, um, which is a great comic, I highly recommend it, it's about a guy who gets psychic compressions from anything he eats, um, an apple, he sees what orchard it grew in, what pesticides were used, if he takes a bite of a hamburger, he sees the cow being slaughtered, uh, if he takes a bite of a person who was murdered, he might see their, like, last moments, or, or something might give him a clue, um, it's a really cool book, um, lots of weird eating food-based powers, it's not your typical, like, superhero superpower, um, it's, it's a lot more, um, really fun, dark, funny, um, procedural, um, but not as long-winded as a procedural would be. But it's the second-to-last book, and I just kind of got into it, I think, late last year or earlier this year, and it, it I was like, oh, God damn it, another series is ending. Um, they're only going to go 60 issues, which is fine. It's what Preacher did. It's what Sandman did. Um, it's what Transmetropolitan did. But uh, I'll tell you, like, looking at the list of stuff I watch on uh, online in terms of TV... Like, my list has gotten short, because I know it's summer, so a lot of the network stuff is on hiatus. And the Netflix stuff you can binge through in a couple days. Um, and some of the stuff is like, you know, Orphan Black from BBC and Sky. Uh, so it's only like a 10-episode season. And Archer was only, I think, like 8 or 10 episodes. And so that burns out in like two months. I've got stuff that's coming already coming up on finale, like uh, Orphan Black and Marin and... Uh, well, Preacher is going to be like a really short season. Silicon Valley, I think, is like halfway through. I'm, I'm just coming up on all these finales, and it's it's leaving this like input-shaped hole. I, I've talked about this before, where because of my memory retention, um, the near-photographic memory, my brain constantly needs to be like 
have input and be entertained, um, or else it gets bored and starts thinking about its own thoughts. And that is a dark torture pit I do not really want to go into. I, you know, I think people really do avoid being alone with their own thoughts. I've gone through therapy and I've had to do it uh, without any kind of numbing agents or escape, ven- uh, escape venue, I guess, um, escape uh, plan uh, or means. So, but uh, in terms of entertainment, I constantly like to be entertained. I have to keep taking new things in. And so finale's kind of wigged me out other than it's, it's sad when something ends, especially when you're emotionally attached to characters and books and movies and, and TV and such. So that's that. One thing I'm not attached to, though physically I guess I am, I just want to update on the acid reflux thing. Um, it's been a couple weeks since I've talked about that, about how I was going to try to control it through force of mind. That did not work because my stomach is like, no, 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 no. I'm not your brain. Uh, I'm not a, uh, not a muscle. You cannot, you know, precisely control me. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I went, fuck you, then I'm putting a pill in you. And I went and I got some over-the-counter acid reflux. Um, it's like a two-week regiment of, of a once-a-day pill that I take in the mornings. And I've noticed significant decrease in the symptoms of uh, my acid reflux. And it feels good. And I'm, it's one of those where I'm like, I wish I would have realized it earlier so that I wasn't, like, tortured. Uh, back to torture. Wasn't inconvenienced and, and, and felt, like, bad. Like, physically felt bad about... And worried, I was freaking out uh, that it was stomach cancer for like months, and then it's like, oh, I'm sick of feeling this way, and I can just take a little wildberry pill once a day for a couple of weeks, and then it goes away for like a month and a half, uh, and then if if it stays that, I don't have to take any pills, but like if in a month and a half it comes back, I take another two weeks of pills. Great, and the pills are like eight bucks for a pack of fourteen. I'm like, that's completely doable. So I wish I would have known that uh, walking in. Uh, I wish I would have been more upfront, but it was really embarrassing with the whole gagging thing because I knew what kind of response I was going to get from my friends, as I did, as opposed to a general concern for my health, which I'm, I know would have happened afterwards, after a couple minutes of jokes. But, uh, yeah, so I'm glad uh, to feel better. It, w- it, was, it was a bit of a, a sobering um, moment where I'm like, oh... I'm an adult, and I have to take a pill because my stomach's bothering me, and I take a pill for my knee, and I'm going, oh my god, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away from one of those pill boxes with the days of the week on it, and did I take it, did I not take it, I need water, oh, I'm nowhere there's, where there's water, oh my god, I, I was like, oh god, I, and I remember that line from Mark Marin where he talks about, like, after 37, it's just, it's just decay control, it's just damage control. Um, or no, decay management. That's what he says. Decay management, and and I'm getting close to that point. I think when I'm 37, I might throw a decay management party as opposed to a birthday party. That sounds like it'd be, be fun. So, well, that was that was kind of a depressing ending, wasn't it? Uh, but it's the ending nonetheless. And let's see if I can get the closing remarks correctly done. This has nope. See, already fucked it up. So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug. And from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Good night, Internet. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!